Hello and welcome back to Friends of Dorothy, Emmy, Oscar, and Tony, your channel for all things theater, television, and film. My name is Alex. And I'm Cole. And we had a very long Memorial Day weekend in New York City, so we've got a three-part review series coming your way. And for all it's three of these... You. It's coming at you. Coming at you, yeah. For all three of these, our theme is going to be, did the Tonys get it right? So we're going to run through the three shows that we saw, and we're going to talk about whether or not we think the Tony Award nominations got it right. And we also have a special guest with us today who is not in camera frame. We've got Cole's mom, Dawn. Say hi, Dawn. Hi, present and counted for. <laughs> so not only will this be reviews from us, but it'll be a slight recap for Miss Dawn as well, who did not get to see the show with us. So we're excited for you all to hear a review and for Dawn to hear about the show. Let's start out and talk about what Some Like a Hot was nominated for at the Tonys this year. So Some Like a Hot is the big dog of the Tony Awards. It is the nominations for well the deserved. Very well deserved. Well deserved. Front runner with 13 nominations. We've got Best Orchestrations for Charlie Rosen and Brian Carter, Best Choreography for Casey Nicola, Best Lighting Design of a Musical for Natasha Katz, Best Costume Design of a Musical for Greg Barnes, Best Scenic Design of a Musical for Scott Pask, Best Featured Actress in a Musical for Natasha Yvette Williams, Best Featured Actor in a Musical for Kevin Delagula, Best Leading Actor in a Musical for both Christian Borel and Jay Harrison G. Best Direction of a Musical for Casey Nicola, Best Original Score for Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman, Best Book of a Musical for Matthew Lopez and Amber Ruffin, and Best Musical. So let's go through each of these categories and talk about what we think. And why they were nominated. Why they were nominated, why we think they were nominated, why we think maybe they shouldn't have been, or we can go through a couple of the categories where they missed and talk about why maybe they should have been. Yeah, what else they should have gotten? Yeah, because this. We'll start with saying that this was, for me, a sleeper hit. I know the movie. I know the controversy. So what? going in, I was like, you know what? I love to see everything. When I left, when I tell you my favorite musical of the season is Kimberly Akimbo, we'll say that. This almost beat it out by like a hair. And I was not expecting it. We were with our friends and like our, even our friends who are different theater goers and yeah. not even avid theater goers. All four of us were like... This was amazing. Yeah, so we we did the Memorial Day weekend in New York with our friends Austin and Brian. Um, we went with Austin back at Thanksgiving. We yep. saw Kimberly Kimbo with him. We saw Anne Juliet. We saw Mike Birbiglia's solo show, and we saw Titanic with him. Okay. And then Some Like a Hot, his partner Brian. This was his very first Broadway musical, in, Broadway show. Period. Like it, in the one that like come Man, on, like yeah, and it could not have been a better fit for a general like crowd pleaser type yes. of show. Um, it was a it was and that's it, it was a crowd pleaser. Everybody enjoyed it, but for like theater goers, I also think it has such a great nucleus of like artistry. Yes. That you're able to sink your teeth into. Yeah. And something I want to try and touch on in every episode we do is how we got our tickets. Um, oh yeah yeah. So we tend to rush everything that's possible. He forces me every time. He's just staying in line for hours. He's a game player. <laughs> he he would go earlier for the rush line. It's true. My anxiety than is I insane. Would. So we we got to the city Friday night. Um, knew we had to get up Saturday morning because we were seeing some like a hot New York, New York. Mm -hmm. We were going to split it up to um, divide and conquer for the tickets. And prior, you even said that those were slower musicals, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I, because um, like I try to f follow the. Playbill Gross's trends to see like yeah. how are shows selling. If it's selling out, it's gonna be really hard to rush. If not, maybe not so. Um, you know, some like it hot, and I'm really glad it did so well. Tony nominations because it opened in December, and from December up until Tony nominations, I don't think it really was hitting above eighty percent capacity, yeah. which is so surprising. And, like, its numbers were looking dangerously low. Yeah. And I'm sure the, the production team was like, we just got to get to Tony nominations. I think we'll do well. And we'll, you know, we'll become a hit afterwards. Which is definitely true. Because now yes. their their grosses are well above 90% capacity. And people I think are they're living. Finally, yeah. And I think we're they're, they're finally it. starting to hit above the million dollars a week grosses line. Um, but, you know, I had heard that rushing it was pretty easy. Actually, Lacey and Brian. Um, I had to, yeah, and I had told them, you know, I'd given them their list of things to see. They went back in, like, I think, like, January. January yeah. And I told them to put this on their list for sure, because Lacey loves dancing. And I'm like... 
Oh, we'll get we'll into get it. We'll get to the dancing. Yeah. Um, but she said they got their rush tickets like just an hour or so before. Like they were, and they were still available. Can't relate. And but can't fucking relate. But yeah. the Tony nominations definitely changed that. I was up there last weekend seeing Goodnight Oscar and Fat Ham, and on my way to the Belasco to get in line for Goodnight Oscar, I went by the Schubert for Some Like a Hot and the St. James for New York, mm-hmm. New York, just to see what the lines were like and get a gauge from the people like what time to show up, you know, mm-hmm. how in demand is it right now. Some Like It Hot at like 8 a.m. already had like 15 people in line. And people said they started getting there at, like, 7.45. Yeah. So I was like, all right. Like, the Tony nominations definitely shifted the vibe for this. And it's definitely, like, you know, probably one of the hottest tickets to get right now. And then... Pun intended. Hot. And then New York, New York was kind of... There were only a couple people in line, and it seemed... But they're still... They're in one of the largest Broadway houses and selling out well over 90%. Is it but tough? it still yeah. seemed like their rush was like fairly easier to get. But we knew we'd still have to get there pretty early. It's a holiday weekend. The logos are gone, but the tourists are in. Right. And talk about two shows that tourists are going to want to see the most. Like, and we and we have one show. We need four tickets, so we actually needed to split up. Yeah, we need to split up, and then Austin and or Brian had to come get in line with me because they were seeing some like a hot with us, but not New York, New York. Yes. So we got in our lines around like seven fifteen or so. We pulled up to New York, New York. And there was already four people deep. Yeah. Four people waiting. Yeah. So that was... Yeah. And I was the first to something like a hot. And I don't think the next person came until like 8.30. But I would say if you're trying to get your cheap tickets... And something like a hot is actually like the more expensive of the rush tickets. It's $40 a seat. Um, and mine was 30 Get there by 8 a.m. at the latest because they only do about, like, 10 or so rush tickets as well. Yeah. For New York, I think people were screwed because yeah. it was that front row. Yeah. Um, so, something like a hot, definitely attainable for rush. Make sure you get there before 8. Um, the seats are great. We were in, like, orchestra row. We were, we were, um, it skipped I, so we were H and J. And I will say, like, and th- this only happened recently because it's been... A couple shows where we've seen six was one of them where we've been on the looking at the stage the left side yeah where a lot of the actors eye line hits so it was like actually a great spot because multiple times it felt as if like the characters were we're part staring of it. right yeah, yeah 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 totally yeah. and that's really cool to get so it was a great seat yeah so for folks looking for affordable tickets it's doable just make sure you get there early enough and that you're committed yeah um and, all right and the people in line you are really really nice so like. There was multiple people to be like, I'm going to go use the bathroom. And we'd be like, you're fine. We know where you're at. It's good. So, yeah. yeah. So trust the system. Even though I did have an unfortunate situation. But yeah. We'll that, get, we'll get yeah. into that at, at our New York, New York review. Yeah. Go. Um, all right. So let's start off with orchestrations. Um, okay. Explain it to me because me last night driving at 1 a.m. couldn't make sense of that. Because yeah. I'm not, I didn't understand. So it. to me, orchestrations is... The instrumental music accompanying the vocals, and then also the interlude music, like in between, in between scenes yeah. or backing up scenes. Yes. So how does the music alone support the story? Okay. Yep. Um, so what do you, what do we think of it with this show? Engaging, like full. There was not a. M- m- so music is a storyteller naturally, naturally, mm-hmm. and then this musical it was because I only say that because. I can't, in between scenes, I can't pick out when they're playing music, but I just remember being, like, enthralled, even in between scenes, Mm -hmm. what was going on. And with Something Like a Hot, it's, like, it's intoxicating because it's just that big band feel. And and the period of it all. Yeah. And, you know, it's like... Like, Prohibition was when people were breaking the rules, and I felt part of that. It was jazzy, it was sexy, it was, like... I think we both said we were toe-tapping, like, the entire fucking show. I, I, ne- I And I saw six, and I was never bopping so much. But we were, yeah, we were bopping away. The whole this. time, yeah. It was good, and I think we'll talk about this as we get into more reviews and one, next week when we get into our Tony predictions. I don't know if this was, like, the most effective. Orchestration? Yeah. In yeah. terms of, like, telling the story, but it was fun. Just because there's two others we saw this weekend where I yes. thought it was better used. And Agreed. It was, it was lively. I would say the weakness of it, if there is a weakness, is that it's it's really, like, all the same, and it's what you'd expect. Yeah. You know? It, it deserves the nomination a million percent. Yeah. It deserves the win. 
Now, I know this doesn't tie into it, but what I loved is at the beginning, of, at the top of the show, when they open the curtain, and you see the band up on that um, stacked... I love... Look, I, I, uh, even though I love a pit, a natural... Because, wait, yeah. yeah. A natural pit. But when there's, there's something... There's something magical where you can... The when, band on stage. Because didn't Kimberly do that? Yes. Yeah, uh, I think so. I think so. I think so, too. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think so. they're on top of the house. I think so. Yeah. Mom, do you know? <laughs> I didn't go to it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I know you mean. I love a pit. Yeah. I love a band on stage. Come yeah, yeah. from away. Yeah. Oh, sex. Uh, oh, sex. When the musicians feel like can a six, part of the story. Can six not win orchestration. No. Well, I there's not a lot in between. No, you're good. Don't even look it up. Well, no, no, no. I know they didn't win because I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure MJ won. Um, let's see. So for orchestrations last year, the nominees were, oh, okay. So it was Girl from the North Country uh, who won. won. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. here's the thing, and we'll talk about this. It was a recreation of orchestrations from existing music because Girl from the North Country was all Bob Dylan music. And so they recreated that sound okay. to fit the story. And that's and, so nostalgic for people. And that's, often, and that's yeah, and that's often what does well is like when you take either So would would that make some like a hot New York New York top contenders because they are nostalgic based? They're not based on sounds, they're based on nostalgia of the movies. Not for orchestrations, because okay. what would do that this season is Anne Juliet. Because it's all yes. it's all the Max Martin songs, okay, yeah, but yeah, yeah. with different orchestrations to fit the piece. Okay, yeah, you yeah. know, and that's often what happens. It's when it's like voters tend to go for if there's an available option of like they know what it sounds like typically, but then mm -hmm. they completely recreated it. Like when Oklahoma was revived in 2019, they stripped it down to like that very like acoustic minimal, yeah, minimal sound, and it won. Um, so like last year was Girl from the North Country, Company Six, MJ and a Strange Loop. Um, and Girl from the North Country won, so. Strange loop, so. But it's okay, everybody. It's okay. Um, yeah, anyways. Orchestration. So, we both agree that, like, phenomenal. Yes. But there's stronger contenders. Yeah. Fact. And I think, for me, I, now that we've finally seen everything, I'm gonna really start listening to the cast recordings to, like. And he will. Absorb the scores and the orchestrations, for sure. Yeah. Um, He'll ignore me, too. They were good, but yeah, I, I, at this great. point right now, I would not say it's the winner no. of the season. Nomination deserved, winning. Yes. Okay. Next. Um, next, choreography. Done. We don't even talk about it. I know. Win. It's theory in the story. They should the win. fucking choreography in this when, show. When I tell you, Mom, listen to this. When I tell you they did a whole scene with the doors... They're going in and out, and it was like a Scooby. You know the Scooby Doo scenes when they're running. It's back called and the forth? chase scene. It's literally called the chase scene. Yeah, they're changing fucking costumes. They're tap dancing, and it's not just the lead characters. It's the it's the it's Everyone. it's it's the ensemble. It's side character and side characters. People that it was so fucking good. Yeah, and yeah. and if you messed up one second of it, game over. Yeah, would have fucked up. I think theater but. is a total sport. It I think it takes a lot of athleticism. Hundred uh. percent. And this show screams athleticism. That do you remember that moment when they were doing the kick line? They were switching sides. Yeah, and, you and were I like, grabbed your knee, and I was like, because oh, it, yeah, if y'all know, I think it's it's I know it's when the the band girls are in their blue dresses. Is that um? Is that yeah? That was it. Part of the chase scene. No, no, that kick moment was separate. It was earlier, right? It was in Act 1. That's what I mean. The choreography throughout was... Okay, all right, hold on. Well, right, let's break it down. Let's, let's talk about what choreography to a show means and what makes it Tony Award winning. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I was asking. Oh, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, to you, what is, mm, what yeah. does a Tony Award winning choreography win mean? Okay, so first of all, when my mom said the athleticism, it's dance... Is, is a respected sport now. It took a long time for it to become a sport. It is, it is an actual endurance of the body and an extension of itself. Storytelling, if you're able to use it to tell a story. If I'm able to watch it and understand an emotion or an action or that it's, it's doing its job. Giving characters different way to express themselves. Acting, singing, great. If you're able to dance and give it to me. Physical actors are portray it deeper when you yeah when you give me all three you give me that physicality so when it comes to 
Best choreography? Yes. Give me a dance number. Give me a, a five-minute dance number where everybody's doing backflips. Great. But this show, then, was give me dance numbers with lead characters where they were the brothers dancing together. Give me um, choreography where all the, uh, the chasing of explaining how chaotic it was. Give me uh, when they were in Mexico and they were, you know, when Daphne was dancing the... You know, it was just so yep. juicy. It was so juicy. It was so, like, diverse. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Casey Nicola is the one of the, like, largest creative brains behind this show as the director and choreographer. Um, and I feel like everybody had... Adriana had a moment where she fully tapped out with Daphne. Yep. Um, I'm, I apologize. Let me tell you them awful names really quick so you should get to know me. I will, all of our friends are known by an adjective or a verb before I know the So you get, you're going to have to give an adjective for every okay. performer then. So the uh, the other brother that wasn't the beautiful Daphne, uh -huh. what was the actor's name? Christian Borrell. Tap numbers with his, with his brother. You know what I mean? Like everybody mm. had a moment in the, in the dance, in the choreography yeah. realm. And even if they weren't dancing, here's the thing also, choreography is not just dancing. Nope. It's the movement within the scene. And there were characters mm -hmm. who were not dancing but still involved with the scene that I thought was so fucking smart. Because you had dancers doing high kicks while those side characters that weren't the dancers but were the, you know what I mean? Were doing their own. So let's let's pull out the, Wiki, the, the Wikipedia. The definition. Right? Choreography. The sequence of steps and movements in dance yes. or figure skating, especially in a ballet or other stage dance. Yeah. Um... It, it, so it's not saying your point. It's, it's not dance. just dance. Yeah. It's not just dance. It's movement. It's movement in a scene. So yeah, there's choreography within scenes. So that's what makes this show so good is that we, let's talk about the dance. Did it lack at all at one point? No. But then you think about all the scenes they had. Yeah. All the comedic choreography they had was. Yeah. And when we look at Casey Nicola, legendary director choreographer. What, what has he done? It's cool. Casey started as a performer originally and then like move like direction choreography um did the choreography for the original spam a lot um did directed and choreographed the drive to chaperone same with booker mormon which is where he won his tony so far for choreo uh for direction and then did aladdin something rotten mean girls the prom and now something like a hot all choreography based so here's the thing that comes with casey nicola that a lot of people have critiqued in the past is that he has over choreographed his shows mm. because he's like gunning for that choreography win. I mean we're all trying. Yeah, everybody's yeah. trying to win that And one. it's yeah. like in a show like in shows like Mean Girls in the Prom, people have said that like he was doing too much for choreography for what the story needed. And Halloween is great, but we, yeah, we didn't need, yeah. yeah. I, okay. I and so it. it's like where the background is truly distracting from like what's happening in the story, which I can't stand, which yes. some like it hot. It's all about it. Yeah. Every, everything is, is dance and energy yeah. and life. We like, need to, it, that show needs to be extra. Yeah. And I think he truly struck gold here with the choreography and that the ensemble is never not doing something fucking crazy, but yeah. it works. It fully works. And yeah. then, like, he's got his... He's got all of his featured and lead performers towing up almost par to everyone else. I, I mean, I don't know anybody's background, so let me not just be like, I can't believe they did it. The moments where the leads were... They weren't just doing a one-two and a one-two. Nope. They were... Nope. I don't know any of the lingo, so I'm going to try to pretend I do know it. We're doing moves where I was just jaw dropped. They weren't parking, so, bark, were parking, barking. And I'm being, I'm being aggressive about yep. this. I was so impressed with Adriana. I'm already mm -hmm. impressed with her. We're going to talk about acting. And I'm so fucking pissed she doesn't have a nomination. Just because she killed it. And like yeah. all the characters, they took such care of the choreography. Yeah. And I think that's an extension of Casey. Yeah. The choreography is just like, it's undoubtedly... When, I, I can't, yeah, Slay, name another one, Win. Yeah, no, I can't imagine, just, it's, that, and it's so funny, because, like, on TikTok and everything, I kept seeing people saying this chase scene, I, and I avoided seeing anything about it, but everyone just kept saying chasing the chase scene, and after seeing it, I'm like, holy fuck, this is crazy, like, we can talk about this forever, 
Throughout the entire show, choreography was paramount. Yes. Character choreography, yep. actual dance And in a show like this, it makes sense. And then it leads to that scene where you're like... And that scene gives you emotion. Because what's happening with the two lead characters... Excuse me. Mm. And it's done. Um, it, it leads... Up, there's, so, there's so much humor, heart... Um, I was on the edge of my seat because I didn't want them to get caught. Yeah. Have you seen the show? Like sh- shit's going. It's yeah. the peak. Ah, uh, yeah. Anyways, we don't, yeah, we don't just talk the about way, the way, it's yeah, a win. The way, the way Casey, it's a win. The way Casey choreographed movement throughout that entire show, it's a win for me. Yeah. Fully. fully, fully, no doubt. All right, lighting design. Um, used well. Used used well. It was great. Yeah, it was fine. It wasn't bad. It wasn't mind blowing. It was yeah. Memorable. Yeah. Okay. I'd say you. probably out of. Every nomination, it was probably the least memorable. Do you know when they used it the most? And this is also another reason why I'm irritated. Uh-huh. Was Adriana got a lot of really good lighting. They, like would her shut, they would shut it down. There would be multiple spots and there would be color. They'd be blue. So she had a blue silver dress at the yep. end. Was it the end? Yeah, for her second big number. And the way the light hit it and the way they framed her was stunning. Yeah. But... She also didn't get an acting nom, so I feel like that was hand in hand. Like, you know, lighting wasn't respected as much as, like, sure. her, her acting sure. was. So, yeah. yeah. So, I, they used it, but they used lighting really well. Yeah. Out of everything, I'd say it's, like, the least memorable. It's a normal lighting. It's worthy of nomination, but it's it's not one that's, like, sitting in my brain. It's like, the lighting was so good, which we'll get into yeah. for the other things we saw, so. Yeah. Um. All right. Next, we have costume design. Okay. I've been talking a lot. Yeah, lines. tell your narrative okay. because you've had a very strong opinion up until Saturday. So, so yeah, I did have a strong opinion. So, well, sorry. Let's so, talk about last year. Okay, so my queens. Well, here let me let me go to my queens. Mom, last year six. You heard it here first. My queens are what six. So last year, last year the here we go. Okay, so last year, the nominees were Gabriella Slade for Six, Fly James for Carolina Change, Tony Leslie James for Paradise Square, William Ivy Long for Diana, Santo Laquasto for The Music Man, and Paul Taswell for MJ. So, Six won last year, and they deserved it. If you've seen the show, you've seen the costumes. First of all, and I feel like this is ingrained in me from childhood, I love a color code. I love Power Rangers. It's very that vibe of like they really are Power. This the the, the pick yeah. of the colors, but also it was the contemporary meets the um what's the opposite of contemporary historical yeah the balance of that so the regal queens but wearing contemporary outfits I would see it anybody it's that thing where like I feel like what people get stuck with in tech categories is awarding what was like the most eye-popping versus what told the story yeah what aided to okay. the arc of the show itself which you know? i think i i did fall into but i will say six is different because no, i know and i'm agreeing made. with you that six the costume design for six envelops so everything. earrings we talked about it go yeah. go watch our six review yeah um and juliet did something and, and people hate on Anne juliet for different reasons, I enjoyed it. I thought it was f- so much fun. The ability to take modern cuts, um, hangs on the body, mm-hmm. skirt, whatever, what have you, um, non-binary clothing, the gender fluid vibe of it, and put it into a historical. So it's that blend, right? So you have people in corsets in like skirts up to their, you know, mm-hmm. mid thigh. And I will say, if Angelia wins Best Costume, I'm very happy. Because it's that balance, and they did such a beautiful job of it. Now, when I saw this show, I was like, all right, I think, yeah. And here's the reason why. So all the costumes are phenomenal, and there's so many scenes we can talk about where it's great, and even the quote-unquote drag was phenomenal. Let's Let's just pin down to one person. Adriana's costumes throughout the entire show oh, were okay. insane. From her, oh, I think it was a like it was a powder blue. Was it powder blue? 
when you first see her. I, I believe it is. There's this one moment where it's like a bustier. And I thought it was connected and it wasn't connected to the skirt under it. You would have lived, Mom. It was like... It was like... For me, it's all about those outfits in, in the it was, historical times. It, it, it was period balanced with the like... Uh, uh, complexity of like modern clothing that makes sense so yeah. it's like it was just so good colors were great characters were flushed out our girl that kept robbing different apartments was always wearing a certain cut and style mm -hmm. it was so thought out yep yeah costume this year is hard because it's very hard who's nominated so this year we have i think we have six this year um, because Angelia definitely is, and if it wins, I'm very happy. So we have Sweeney Todd. No, people have been really critical of Sweeney Todd because, like, it's supposed to be the like different classes of the UK, yeah, like England during that time, and they all look the same. And people have been like, "You're supposed to look poor. Why don't you look poor?" And like, there's wow. no diversity in like the range of how they're supposed to look. So no, okay. they did not get nominated. So we have six again, but it's some like a hot parade. Camelot, K-pop, and Juliet, and New York, New York. And what, let, we're going to do a whole... We're actually going to do a whole episode of Tony nominees. Yep. So I'll save all my opinions. But when it comes to what I just heard, it is very, like... Some Like Hot is up there. It is. Um, and the only one we didn't see out of that list is K-pop. Um, Unfortunately. Some Like a Hot really did great in that... And people don't don't like to award this, but they had so many, and they had the changes, and like they all worked. They worked. I mean, they worked. They worked. They really worked. And like Daphne looked amazing in everything that they wore. Hundred percent. And so my and only mouse was also like amazingly like dressed really quick. Um, names awful. Um, she's nominated. Natasha. Yes. Yvette Williams. Everything she wore, I was like, my mom would love this. <laughs> yeah, they really made everyone look spectacular. Everybody. My only gripe with Some Like a Hot, the first act outfits that the band wears, those blue outfits, I, I thought mean, they looked super show choir -y. And it might be trauma just because they looked almost... Exactly like how our high school show choir costumes looked. Oh, okay. they looked. Yeah. Those looked true. really cheap to me. That's my only. Can and you, and even the pink ones they wore in Act Two was a. They looked a I little. I love them. You can fuck off me. with that. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Well, that no, no. With that being said, no, no, no. With that being said, I'm wondering if there's a reason why those were picked. Were they the style of the time? Or is your um. You know, are the theater clubs like copying the style that's known from their older theater? Sure, theater? and maybe like, that's what I mean by that. Like they're and, they're and, probably done great, and in a way, they're their support of this band. So like maybe they're not. They also needed the pants. Extravagant. They wore the blue. I'm pretty sure when they did the kick that mini kick line. Yes, so yeah, yeah. The pants. Yep. Yeah. Either so, way, do you think it's high up there or low up there? Yeah, high up there. I'd say it's tied. You can say it. For costumes, I'm like some like a hot parade Camelot parade just because no they... Juliet we'll talk about later no we're not doing Tony yeah, yeah. we'll anyway, later very well deserved nomination no matter what yes. and like a very for me still a high contender to win yes. like I would not be upset if it won because no. they really were spectacular all right next we go into scenic design by Scott Pask who by the way and we'll talk about later is also nominated for shot for scenic design. It, are they? Yep. Um, all right. So scenic design. All right. One of my favorite things to do is I, first and foremost, actors are my main priority. I love watching actor, actor choices, you know, direction of a scene, choreography of a scene. Second thing I love to do is seeing the mechanics of the scene. I love seeing how something works because I'm not your base. I'm not your basic audience member. No. I will, You know what I mean? I love just the, the art of tech design and all of that. This fucking show surprised me so many times that I was pissed. Mm -hmm. I was, we watch our television shows and I'm like, I know this. I know. I couldn't do it, this show. Yeah. I can't tell you how they did multiple things. And we'll talk about one thing really quick was that fucking train. 
and I have more on that, but go ahead. I'm you like, know about it? Well, here's okay, the funny thing. Yeah, go ahead. Let me see my reaction. Yep. So the train comes out, and then it comes out. This is in Act 1 when Sugar makes her entrance, because it's when Daphne and Josephine are, to... are joining the band. Yeah. It comes out. Mom, you gotta listen to this. It comes out, and it comes out, and it, it's a train on the stage. And I couldn't understand how they were had such a long fucking train on the stage. I saw that on the trailer and wondered how they make these great sets. I'm happy I didn't look at the trailer too because I would yeah. Uh, yeah, same, same, same. And it's I was so freaking, funny. And it, oh, real quick, just really quick. The upside, remember I was talking about how we were on the left side of the, looking at the stage, the audience. The downsides, you can see <coughs> off stage a lot. I saw costume changes and there's some surprises that were ruined. And especially for Shucked, I saw so many surprises ruined. It wasn't even funny. Um, this show, yes, some of them were ruined. Other times, that bathroom scene when it's the two leads in the what's yeah, the names? when what's when Daphne names? and Josephine go in the bathroom in the bathroom and then and fucking sugar, 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 sugar pops up. up. How the fuck did you get there, bitch? I still want to know. Yeah, like it was insane. Yeah, when they're in the bathroom in the train. But yeah, talk about the train. So it's so funny because the Schubert. Yeah. Is where Hello Dolly was. And POTUS. And POTUS. I thought Some Like a Hop was my first show at the Schubert, but we fully saw, we saw POTUS. POTUS. But POTUS was like a revolving and they never really it. Didn't, knew. It yeah. didn't like comprehend my brain that we saw POTUS at the Schubert. We, but, um, you know, really quick, just really side note. We, I remembered it because I remember we went downstairs to get merch and we told the person working the merch that Andrew Lloyd Webber was We here. thought we saw Andrew Lloyd Webber in the audience at POTUS last year. <laughs> yeah, he was and not. We, we, we solely created a conspiracy theory that he was there to scope out the Schubert to see if bad Cinderella would go there. <laughs> but anyway, so... He was with, not there, but... With Hello, Dolly, they Bro. had a train. They had the train <laughs> yeah. for uh, Put On Your Sunday Clothes. So it's just so funny to me that two shows in the past, like, six years have pulled a spectacular train moment where you're like, how the fuck did this happen the on, the Schubert's, on the Super Schubert stage? Was it... Snaked in a around. It, it was on. because okay. I saw I saw it. It was different panels coming on like a rail from the wings. Okay, like and each panel was like snapping into place. I didn't, I didn't know came, people were connecting it. Okay, great. no, it was automated. So cool, but it was still very cool. Um, the scenic was great. I don't know. To me, if it was like the most, like, captivating part of the show. Yeah. I have to pee really bad, so I'm going to take Me a quick too. break here. Me too. We're going to pause. We're going to take a quick break, and you probably won't see this, but I have to pee so fucking bad. Yes, you won't Me see too. that. Me too. Can we pee together? Yeah. No, no, hey. All right, we're back. Post-pee break. So, scenic design was great. Not I don't comparing. Know if, I don't know if it was spectacular, but it was great. Disagree. Like, I was spectacular. It's definitely, like, top two for me. Um, Like I said, I look for the... And I'm not just saying you don't, but I'm looking for how things work. And if I can't figure out how it works, then I'm thoroughly enjoying. Well, and you know, what I think is, is impressive is they used, like, high school theater tricks. Because, like, all the doors, doors are just, those, are just, planks, that are just planks on wheels. Did but, you see the switches in them, though? Yes, but they make them so impressive. Okay. And they utilize them so well. Which is funny. When we talk about Chuck, I'll talk about high yeah. school vibes. Yeah. Okay, but... It, yeah, and there were so many moments. Um, the hotel's beautiful when they did in Mexico. It was beautiful. The stars during the dance sequences. Yeah, that was really pretty. Come on. It was really pretty. All right. We'll get into it. All yeah. right. Featured actress in a musical, Natasha Yvette. Oh, in the acting. Okay. Acting. I don't want to compare, so we shouldn't even go back to No. Like, okay. I'm a fan of side character. I feel so. Plot twist: He's on stage all the time, but like I, I enjoy acting. I love side characters so much mm -hmm. because you're given all the freedom without carrying the story in a sense, right? This bitch ran with it. She had deliveries that were dry, deliveries that were juicy. She had like heart and soul. That bitch can sing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And to open the show with her and end with her is like... And that was the thing with me. Uh, she, you know, 
the curtain's down, the curtain goes up, she's on that middle pedestal raised. Raised. And as soon as that line comes out of her mouth, you're like, I'm with you. I'm in, I'm in. You're telling us, she's a storyteller of the show, essentially. Yes, yeah. She really is. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's essentially the narrator of the entire the show. chorus, yeah. And she was, yeah, she was wonderful. So you have a character that something can work, and I think sometimes directors will find something works and use it so many times and at the point where you're like, not funny, not useful. She made fun of another character's looks endlessly. Every time it was delivered so well, I would be like, my back would hurt from laughing so much. Yeah. So, so well deserved. And there's so many side characters that you can argue, oh, this one deserved. No, if we're listing them, she was that And Schroer, who played... The one who kept breaking into the wrong apartments. <laughs> we love, we love Angie Schroer and, so and, much. I, and there was a scene where, and I can't remember exactly when it was, because they play the instruments all the time. She plays the drums, where she'd have a cigarette in her, between her teeth, and she was going away at it, and she'd take it out, and she'd put it back in, but it was all in character. That's something else I do. I love watching background. I love watching the background and we will talk about that. we will talk about that a lot with Shucked. And but. she was giving every second... Can we also talk about, and, I, and we'll talk about it now, Some Like It Hot, there were dancers there of all ages, I guess you'd say. Yes, yeah, totally, and totally. And they gave such a power to women within that group that yes. I was like... Because you like you have the women there who have been doing it probably for like two, three decades. Yes, and then like... With the girls who have just joined on. Yes, and, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the... Yeah, so... I love the casting. But yeah, Natasha herself, though. Tops. Total deserved nomination. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was wonderful. She really carried the story. Yeah, I loved her. I really did love her. She sings the Some Like a Hot number at the end of Act One and like kills it. Ah, uh, you know. Yes, yeah. Um, all right, featured actor uh, Kevin Delagula, who plays um, Osgood Fielding the Third slash Pedro Francisco Alvarez. He stole my heart. I loved him. He really did. Um, Talk about someone who commits to the bit and doesn't, like... Exhaust you. Yeah. Yep. Because he has such a delicate balance of being Charming so her. infatuated with Daphne as a character, but doesn't come across as, like, creepy or stalkery. It comes across as so, like, heartfelt and like genuine yeah and loving yeah and he was just so wonderful and every time he was on stage i was smiling like it, he's it, just yeah is this spoiler we can say yeah 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 spoiler alerts by the way they at the end of the show he completely is completely okay who with who daphne is and daphne's like you know fluid and non-binary and, and is the, in the, in the grays of the world you could if you look back at his character you could tell he is fully embraced by that you know yeah. what i mean he made Choices that were made in admiration and respectful admiration and love for Daphne. Yeah. The character did so well. And like you said, never exhausted me. Yeah. It was always like, put a smile on my face. Or if it made me cringe, it was just like, oh my God. You yeah. Know what I mean? like, oh. And like going back to the choreography, someone who can like interpret choreography and make it part of themselves as an actor never did i don't remember and i might be wrong never did complicated choreography but was always in the trenches fully invested. doing character choreography yep. which i love yep. yeah, yeah yeah he was so wonderful um all right then we get to leading actor christian borrell and jay harrison g so i'll start this by saying when nominations came out i did not have christian borrell anywhere near my list I think just with the way the way the show is marketed, what the buzz was, yeah, it seemed like it seemed controversy. And what we'll get really into that with the book, mm -hmm. um, that Christian Borrell's character wasn't one to be shining in this show. However, the minute he started singing and dancing, I was like, oh, and he's okay. It was an integral part of the story, totally. And it, but it wasn't the main story, like he, totally. The cute guy that was. In the blue suit. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. He what well, he what well, he wasn't the main story, but we were still rooting for him the whole time. Yes. You know, even even though he was lying a lot. But regardless. It's it was, like he was he was so even as someone who is a leading actor in mm -hmm. a show, 
sacrificed the spotlight he so much so many times for yeah. everyone else in the show. Agreed. And I do think that's at that's admiration worthy. And I think with everything he did, the way he was able to keep up with the dancing, the singing. It, what, after I watched it, I was like, I I truly can't see how you can't nominate both of the brothers as a pair. Okay, all right. So that goes into what I'm saying. I have a fucking issue with almost all award season. You need to have an award that's about duets and ensembles. Mm-hmm. And we'll, I will talk about Six till the day I die. Six deserved an ensemble acting nomination. Yeah. These a two. A la the Olivier's. With that being said, these two deserved a duet but also i do think you know jay harrison deserved a one a by himself yeah 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 with that being said so there's so many there's a list of them the fates of hadestown i think deserved an acting nomination together yep. like there's such a long list of it and it needs to be a thing in my personal opinion just because as an actor to have somebody that connected the and we'll talk about shucks but the narrators yeah if one's not there without the other i don't know if that magic works yeah in totally. the same way when these two dance together, when they acted together, when they were in scenes together, it's truly it a magic. Trick. It's a and it deserved yeah. that like yeah. duet. <laughs> well, and here's the thing too with Christian. So speaking of age, and hot flash, when we age. when we get into the book, you know his character is the punching bag of everything, and to every, and yeah. to, to be able to be the punching bag of every joke in the show and still stand out. Like, so well, without being, like, coming off too cocky, too arrogant, too whatever. I agree. It, it deserves, I, I fully left, like, you know what, I get it. Like, I fully Nomination earned. Earned. And deserved. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Now, let's Jay talk about this. They are. So, okay. I don't know where to start with it. Seeing the show, they deserved it. We got to see them in person outside of the show. We did. So they sat, Jay sat like one row below, eight seats Opposite away from side. us at Shucked from us last night. I, I have seen my fair share of celebrities in person. I was genuinely like, because of the admiration I have for their acting Man. in the show. So let's talk about that. And it's great because I, and I think we'll go into it with like the score in the book, but like, the story lends itself so well to what Jay gets to do in the show. Yeah. You know, because they start out as this, like, you know, they're one of a half of brothers who were trying to connive the system in order to escape. And then they get this whole arc of self-discovery of figuring out that they have this persona within them that enjoys the femininity and, you know, essentially discovers that they have a non-binary identity. And they get, they just get so much to work with. But aside from that, they get, they put so much into it to embrace that. So that's what, yeah, that's, so that's what I want to say is like, it's set in a time where non-binary, queer, you know. We didn't have words Presence, for it, there were you know? no dialogues for it. That show, and it's a testament to not only the writing, but the acting, were able to portray the feelings Without being like, I am non-binary. I am genderfluid. Yep. I am yep. a gay man. It was. Never did they say those it was things. Act, like, it was the acting. Yep. It was how the, the lines were delivered. It was the passion and the the, the gentleness behind the yep. lyrics. And I do think, with that being said, you know, being a queer person ourselves, you know, when there those moments happened where um, they were able to play those, you know... Jazz was able to play those moments. We were able to connect with it. And it was such yeah. a... It was... Yeah, and you know... Sim- simplicity at its best. And you know, in Act 2, they have um, both Let's Be Bad and You Could Have Knocked Me Over With a Feather. Two, like, uh, 11 o'clock numbers within, like, maybe half an hour of each okay, other. really quick. Not... What does that mean? Because you said it during the show. 11 o'clock number historically comes from back in the day when shows were three hours, started at eight, ended at 11. It's the last number of the show, essentially, that, like, fucking... amps people up. Okay. It, it wakes everybody up. It's this is me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> a, a little bit. Honestly, yeah. yeah. 11 o'clock number is, like, that shit that, like, energizes everybody. And Jay gets two of those in Act yeah. 2. Adriana got a couple. 
She did, for sure. And we'll yeah. get into that, definitely. But Jay, yeah, like, within Act 2, you know, has Let's Be Bad with going out and being like, fuck it! Like, I'm I know this Mexico. was initially... It's like, I know initially this was, like, a front, but, like, I'm really enjoying I'm loving how my, I feel. I have my friends around me who are enjoying it. I have a person that's pursuing me for who I am. Yeah. And wow. then you could have knocked me over the feather... Go explain to Joe, Joe, Joe slash Josephine how she how they feel about themselves. Being so g- ginger uh, and like, pack. and their voice. Do you, they're dancing all around because they were doing all the tap, and then they had the tango. It's the and, joy and, of like, yeah, and, and it's the safety that the character, the character provide. Like, I mean, when I came out to you, it was probably very joyous, wasn't it? Yeah, for you to be able to be you, I think that. Um, Mom's always known that you were special no matter what you were going to become. So when you decided to be who you were meant to be, it was definitely very special. It, and then in that scene, like, they're singing to their brother. Like, yeah. you know. Because yep. sometimes plays are so emotional. I'm going to do this. Cheese and crackers! Cheese and crackers! <laughs> Cheese and crackers! Cheese and crackers! I love you. Go ahead and go right grab them. <laughs> We keep that in. <laughs> yes, absolutely. The, the emotional bandwidth. The I, and I don't know if I said it prior. They the, the writing didn't have the dialogue to express. I am free to be me because I'm gen, you know non-binary. It wasn't too on the nose at all. But um, but it's a it's 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 an admiration of Jay Harrison of being able to convey that. Mm-hmm. We were able to relate to it as queer people, but I I know without without a doubt. Anybody that has never experienced it understood. Yeah, totally. Understood. When when there was a moment when they said, you know, what do I call you? And it's like... Yeah, and they're like, um, you can call me um, um, Jerry or Daphne as long as you say it with love. love. I know. Like, of course, we were like, yeah, you know what I mean? But you know every person that didn't, does not understand the queer experience understood that moment yeah. of being and like... And we'll for sure get into that with the book, uh, too. But Yeah, it was... But yeah. I will say that that's the line delivery. Yes, 100%. Because that can come off pretentious and come off, like, confusing, but, like, you could tell Jay carried this with such... Carried the whole show, for sure. Anyway, yeah. And really just... Yeah, blew me away. Anyway, blew acting nomination, well-deserved. Yes, and, like, hard contending to win, but we'll talk about that later. Okay, yeah. Um... Direction, Casey Nicola. I think this is an example where, like, choreography and direction get mixed up a little mm-hmm, bit. Because mm-hmm. I think the direction is worthy, but considering how heavily choreographed it is, I don't know what's Them. separated yeah, okay. between direction and choreography. You know what I mean? Wow, and it's yeah. hard. it's hard to say. And, like, I think the direction, in terms of how the show itself flowed deserves recognition for sure i think that i think the nomination is very well deserved but i don't know if it was the direction in the show that really like stood out to me with, apart from the performances the choreography the music and oh, yeah, yeah yeah with that being said a direction of a, any direction is a is a, it's a it's a heavy weight to bear. You know, feet, we have yeah. friends that are directors. You, you, I I think I can understand that is a massive weight to carry. But when you have a show like this, where it is choreography heavy, acting heavy, music heavy, that weight is almost evenly distributed, right? Yeah. So with that being said, do I think that direction was awful? Fuck no. Do I think? That it wasn't, I don't want to say easier, because that's an awful word. Right. But, but, like, the weight, like, yeah. So, there's moments where I was, like, where, like you said, the lines were blurred. So, for me, direction was great. It was great. Like, nomination. Yeah, yeah, You got the nomination. Yes. Get it, girl. All right. Original score for Mark Shaman and Scott. And that is music. That is lyrics. Who fa- yeah, and who famously wrote Hairspray. Um, and the scores for Smash for a lot of it. Was great. Was great. It was great. It was great. It was catchy. It was ear earwormy. Like, hold on. And this is probably more acting than it is the score. Adriana's songs. My soul left my body, 
and it's 50 50 the lyrics like darker was a darker shade of blue yeah and the, first of all we have a restaurant within baltimore that has that right dark shade, but also like it's so great but also adrian was like here's the power. thing too like other like the drama desks separate lyrics from music which should be in the why is it and the Tonys did it once, and I think it was in like the 1970, the year that Company you know what? came out. Let me call and it somebody. Was like, and it Hold was on. like I think Sondheim won lyrics, and someone else won uh, music for a different show. That should still happen. So, yeah, where I would agree is that the the music itself, some of it is interpreted from other work, and then like. I don't know how much the music itself is, like, revolutionary compared to the rest of the season, but the lyrics are phenomenal. I match that. Okay. Yeah. Um, book. Oh, okay. Lopez the, and Amber Ruffin. Explain book. It's book. So, the, the, the dialogue. Dialogue, the way the story flows, you know, spoken um, words. So, I mean, if we're talk about it, we'll talk about it. It's based on a movie. Yep. So some of them, a lot of the juice is there. Some of them, like, I'm a comedy guy, and these people had me, like, bail, my back hurt. There was a, like, how things were delivered from, what's her name? Um, Natasha. No, um, Natasha and... Angie? Yes. I live for belly laughs like that. It, 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 there were so many of them, and that is a testament to the writing. And it's a testament to the writing. And it's 50-50 acting writing. So the book was great. And we'll talk about the controversy. You know, the big thing lately yeah. has been the trope of putting Listen to putting cis straight men in drag costumes to portray this idea that women are able... People who are impersonating women are able to achieve their goals easier than straight men are. And get away and with And it was things. a big issue with Tootsie. It was a big issue with Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. And this show had a lot of the heat of that on their backs to try to disable and figure out how to not do that. And I've heard a lot of the testimonies from a lot of different people about their gripes with the show. My biggest thing would be, I really want to hear your opinion after you've seen it. Yes. As a cis queer person who can't speak for everyone within the queer community. The umbrella. You know... I thought they personally thought they handled it well in the sense that Christian Borrell's character as Josephine, mm -hmm. you know, we haven't, there's not been a single press photo, video, anything of Christian in his drag persona with the Look show. the trailer. Whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Seeing the show is the first time I've seen Christian in that wig and glasses, whatever, period. And... Within the book, I think it plays well to the fact that they poke fun at him specifically because it's almost nodding at the fact that, like, we, it's like without knowing, you. without yeah. knowing, like, this isn't you, we know this isn't you. You look old. You look, yeah, you look tired, yeah. And then, you know, they allow um, Jerry slash Daphne to soar. To thrive in it, And yeah. it's, that's a total redirection from the movie. You know, it's a whole new story arc mm -hmm. where Daphne has this realization that they're really, without using non-binary, because it wasn't really a phrase and an identity known in the 30s, mm -hmm. they're able to acknowledge it and say it without, Same. like I said earlier, not to putting it too on the nose. None of this show was too on the nose where, like, you were cringing at it and, like, was that line needed? You know, like, Daphne says that line of... You can call me Jerry or Daphne as long as you say it with you, love. Yeah, you that's something your that eyes that's in. that's something that could have been said in that time frame and still make sense. Yeah, to brains of this generation. Yeah, you know, and I really do have to applaud, applaud the book writers for creating that storyline. And frankly, you know, for everyone who wants to shit on some like a hot. I'm like, look at what they've created for a non-binary performer to do. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. When it comes to, like, the enjoyment of seeing, um, what's their name in, dra in drag? Christian? Yes. Seeing them in drag is a fish out of water vibe. 
You all love yeah. Shit's Creek. And Shit's Creek worked because it was taking one person to another. Yep. And that's what that character was. And it is a funny juxtaposition. But it was balanced with the heart and the soul of Jay. And it's funny you bring up Shit's Creek because I said this months ago. I think Some Like a Hot handles non-binaryism so much better than Anne Juliet does. Oh, And the yeah. writer of Anne Juliet oh, yeah. is the writer of Shit's Creek. Oh, and yeah. Because everyone was like, for some reason, jumping on the bandwagon that Anne Juliet was so, like... Revolutionary. And groundbreaking for mm -hmm. the way they introduced a non-binary character. They didn't give that character, like, anything to do. Or even to express what Jay did. And, you know, yeah. the only way they did was to sing the fucking song, I'm, I'm not, not a girl, girl, not yet a woman. Not like, yet. how much more on the nose could that fucking be? Yeah. You know? But, hold on. Not to... Yeah, right. Not to but discredit. With a younger audience to hear that song is a very totally. powerful thing. But 100%. I think the way they navigated it within Something Like a Hot, personally to me, was, was. very smart and very oh. artistic in a way that, to me, I'm someone to like, with when queer content is brought in in like a two on the nose way, I roll, I will, I roll very hard about it. Yeah. And I didn't have that at all in this show, you know? It's a testament to what? Okay. The writing. The book. It's yeah. a book. So it's a, when I say it's a deserved nomination, we'll do all, we, if it wins, am I mad? Nah. No. Not remotely. No. All right. And the jokes are great. Best musical. Best musical. So deserved. And like 100%. you said at the very beginning, for me, okay. I, I went in like Kimberly Kimbo's winning Best Musical, no fucking doubt, no fucking Period, chance. and a story, yeah. And then I left this and I was like, oh shit, like Some Like a Hot is right up on its tail for me. Here's why this show deserves the nomination, if not the win. Four people saw this within our group. Him, who lives and breathes. Tony's, Broadway, stage acting, period. Me. Love all forms of art. I watch endless stage plays, shows, uh, movies, tamper with being in uh, shows. We have a third person who is more the glee head, but still appreciates music, loves the art of it. And then the fourth person that doesn't remotely in any type of theater realm. All four of us and all of our different, like, degrees of loving what theater and Broadway is, all of us were like, this right here yeah. is next level. And yep. that's a testament yep. to why not only does it deserve to be Best Musical, but it could win. It could win. And I, it has me questioning what's going to win Best Musical for sure. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about where. That was a good analogy, wasn't it? Totally. Mom, was that a good analogy? Let's talk about where it missed. So really, only where it missed was sound, which really surprised me. Yeah. Because the sound was great, and also, like, the way they're able to integrate the taps. Like, you hear every single fucking step of those taps. It got, I don't know how that the, works. No, to the point where I thought it was fake. But it right! Wasn't. Yeah. And I'm so... So, yeah, I'm very surprised it didn't get sound. And then... Actress for Adriana. I mean... We'll talk about Tony's work and we'll talk about all of it. But I will say, my one of my biggest pet peeves, and we have to end this video very shortly after this, is, because it's going to be a rant, is actors that set up other actors. So Adriana, this is her second role, in my opinion, where she was the straight man. And I don't know if that's a technical term, but what it is to me is the person that sets up the jokes. So... In six, you know, Aragon sets a lot of Bolin's jokes. Uh, so many of them where you're cackling and loving Bolin where it's like, if, Adri if, if Aragon wasn't there, it wouldn't work. In the same way, Sugar sets up so many Josephine's jokes mm -hmm. and other people around them. And you can't have those belly laughs without those straight characters. Yep. And there's often overlooked because you're laughing at Josephine. You are. You're laughing at what they just said. But... It, it's such a it they deserve it she deserves it so much i don't i i i disagree all right so only this is because, a great video only no, this because is a great video we'll see you next time only because drive safe with adriana sleep tight i had read the reviews Goodbye. and it was interesting because going into the season 
a lot of people had Adrian Hicks as like the leader of Best Actress. Yeah. Reviews came out and it was interesting because kind of unanimously everyone agreed that her character is the weakest. Not that she was, that her character was. Okay. After seeing the it, writing, not... I disagree. And, or no, I'm sorry, I agree. And this is where I think the book fails and where it gets notched off being like a winner for me is that, you know, the the movie was the star vehicle for Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. And we all, Marilyn Monroe is so great at playing a character who is like, (laughs) (laughs) we all know Marilyn Monroe is someone who's great at like playing a character in distress and like Mm. has is battling issues and what it felt like with some like the the musical is that they wrote out all of the stakes for sugar at the expense for everybody else and so so it gave it gave it to me it felt like they gave more storyline to everyone because like aside from her songs it felt like she had no stakes in it and because you know she talks about having like this experience of childhood of looking different from everyone and wanting to be a star and going to the nickel cinemas and for the matinees and everything. And like, but it seemed like the way she was directed and delivering all of that was too perky for all of it. I wanted to see her outside of her songs, get gritty and really feel like she was on the verge of having like a breakdown of some sort. Okay. So with that being said, because I like respectfully disagree in the sense of like when it comes to the comedy, she set up a lot of the jokes. Is that a hit to the book? It, a little bit. Yes. It is. It is hundred percent. And it might make in my in my mind lose them winning. For the book. sure. And we'll and we'll talk about this with New York, New York. And for me it's not Adriana's fault. It's a it's a hit of the book and of the direction. Okay. That, so you deserved it, but you didn't deserve it. And it's a hard yeah. lineup with who did get nominated. Yeah. And to me, I think if the character had been more filled out and had a little more stakes in the game. Yeah, I agree. I think she would have had a... Because this is, like, a thing for me. Like, she... During Darker Shade of Blue, I it was that thing where, like, I was frozen to my seat because I was so... I was disgusted. ...fixated on her. Who does she think she is? Literally. And, like, I'm like, man... I wish you would have been given this type of material for the whole show. Yeah. It's truly like you deserved more as a character. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's a discredit that she didn't get nominated, but only because her character wasn't given the abilities to do. Okay. I I support that. Cheers. Cheers. So. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Well, it's not it. Both of you are great. Great musical. But what's our... Table, table flip. flip, Real Housewives table Ooh, flip. All right, moment. I will say, What's I will say, mine was the train. But I'm not gonna say the train. The train did fucking blow my mind. Um, but was that dance scene? I am such a fan of ensemble pieces. So you were in chorus line. You were also, you know, I think Tyler's show is also a very like tight ensemble. I get so excited for ensemble pieces. That entire scene was leads was side characters was ensembles was characters we've seen first second was set pieces was lighting was music it was the amalgamation of all of it are these sat words amalgamation <laughs> i can't spell it but i could definitely say it was like like drop my jaw yeah for me i think we're such a basic answer but it really did like it was mind-blowing yeah For me, I think it was Darker Shade of Blue. That song just like I stretched out my collar of my shirt. Yeah, listening like, to it when she, because I love how because she, she starts that song in the bathroom with them, and then it, it transitions to them in the actual like band show. And that's when the lighting hit for me. Yeah, it was during and when she takes like, center stage and everything, and she has that thing of like being able to take center stage and just have all eyes on you. Yeah. And she's just fucking wailing to the stratosphere. And, like, that feel of, like, the big band behind her, like, yeah. She can fucking sing. Yeah. I, and, like, a, well, there's a long list of people, but she could sing the alphabet, and I'd be, Jay can also sing the alphabet, and I'd be, and Alex Neal, like, yeah. You're great. So. 
Well, that's our review of Some Like It Hot. Yep. You and we're talking about the Tonys. So go see it. If you have not no. seen it, go see it. See it immediately. When I say the four of us have different respects of Broadway, you can bring anybody and they would fully enjoy it. Yes. Like literally if oh, anyone said, quick. what should I go see? I would tell anybody as like a Some Like It Hot. Yeah. Only because others, like this was Pinnacle Broadway without being like, this is stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, fully agree. So, thank you so much for coming Mom, to say this bye. episode. Bye. Any say more tips about how we can how we can see it for reasonable prices will be looked forward to. Are they touring? They will be touring like 24, 25, I think. Call your local so, theater. I think that's, I that does that's helpful to tell people how they Or can. when you rush and go give your zip code, that tells them that the, that your town wants to see it. We learned give that. Give your zip weekend, code, so. yeah, 100%. Like, we had sex coming to Baltimore. We also have Funny Girl. Yep. So I'm excited for it. Excited. But all right. All right. Love you so much. Thanks everybody so much. Stay tuned for our next one.